1: There we All go. Right. <laughs> so I got the uh, the vertical. I'm stuck with the vertical uh, uh, screen because of my phone, but hey, it'll work. Yeah, that's perfect. Hey, first, thank you for making it work on Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. I just got I just got messages from both my kids. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go see them. Um, while my my daughter is up. Um, she's uh she's way up north uh like four hours north so i don't get i I don't get to see her but uh, i'll see my son later we're gonna go for go for some food i love that
0: i those were the like i didn't get many of those with my dad but the one time or two times i did i remember those moments like going and getting Mm. food way more than anything else
1: yeah yeah it's just like um i don't know it's just a simple thing but it like brings you together and you just you're just doing something and you just chat about whatever you know yeah hey yeah. there we go that's a good way to start the day we're
0: talking about that <laughs> you're on toys on tap this is perfect <laughs> thanks for making it work too with the time difference what is it 12 there 11 there uh, 11 yeah yeah yep. sweet, sweet 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 so before we do anything i always like some kind of a icebreaker question something to get people talking uh picture your kid okay walking into a
1: toy store what are the toys that you are picking up uh so this is picking up for my kid for you oh for me oh I'm a kid you're a kid you're going to the toy store you're picking up toys what toys are you picking up um yeah I like I uh I lived out on um on a small farm so going to a toy store just wasn't that wasn't something that we got to do. Like, I don't have I could, I could imagine, but I don't really have those kind oh, of memories. No. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, yeah, there was that's probably why I'm so into toys now is because of of just not having like my my neighbor, uh, Kenny Kell. He had like fucking everything. Like he yeah. had so many toys, like his parents just bought him every single thing he wanted. He just pointed and it got brought home. So he he had, yeah, like I grew up with no Star Wars toys. Like okay. I had I had no Star Wars toys at all. I had um I had a, um my favorite toy was a um you know the um, Migos, the eight inch Migos. Oh yeah. Um, they're wearing the little pajamas, you know? Yep. Um so I had a Spider-Man. That was like my guy. Okay. And I would uh we had lots of cardboard. So I would build uh abandoned warehouses out of out of cardboard boxes and um you know that you know that netting that you get around like fruit sometimes yeah i'd, I'd make that so like um uh bad guys would like fall through trap doors mm-hmm. in the top and then land in the netting and um i yeah i would like use pencil crayon and stuff around all around the outside of the buildings and stuff yeah. <laughs> and make it out just like whatever yeah i didn't have very much um I, I guess i guess as a kid migos i wanted all the migos because i yeah. i was i was big into comic books. And you always saw those ads. Uh, oh, what I really, really wanted, I don't think I ever got it, was the, um, and they probably were shit anyways, but I always wanted to have those, like, those web spinners.
0: Yes, you, they, yes, like you, yes. You, like
1: you, And you want them to work. Like, I yeah. think I probably got, at some point, I probably finally got, like, some sort of, like, you know, web spinner thing, and they were, like, garbage. <laughs> I was mm. just like, nah. <laughs> it seems like every decade had one of those. Because yeah. I had a water gun
0: version and then I had a silly string version.
1: Yes, yes. M- yes. Much later on, my, um, like as an adult, my dad bought me the silly string <laughs> version. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, dad. That's, that's, that's cool. Trying to make up for not having all the toys. I
0: know. I know. So that friend that had everything, did oh. he have the elusive like aircraft carrier from G.I. Joe?
1: um no because i'm a little bit i'm a little bit older so we missed out but the gi joes we had were 12 inch oh okay yeah so um and like migos were like new like they yeah. weren't like secondhand like they were just they were coming they were fresh on the shelves yeah so more more of like a 70s upbringing so there was like shogun warriors gi joe hadn't hadn't really happened yet because that would have been after star wars star wars was just happening like, oh. just the beginning of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. with
0: Without being in the midst of, like, the big toy power area. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it all It all, all kind of came to me later. Like, um, yeah, like, I didn't grow up with He-Man, yeah. G.I. Joe. Like, G.I. Joe was different. It was, they were big. Um, they were cool. I, I love their, like, fuzzy, their fuzzy hair. Yeah. Like, they had, like, the fuzzy hair on top. I had... Um, uh, eagle eyes or crazy mm-hmm. eyes or i think eagle eyes you could there was a sw- there was a toggle on the back of his and he looked like really really crazy and shifty and he'd be like uh, <laughs> his eyes would like dart around yeah I'm like who who came up with this like ptsd gi joe like oh god so i had him uh yeah um what else did he have I, I, he had um oh he had this really cool uh star trek um it was like a remote remote control thing where uh the the enterprise would fly around on um on like a wire or something and oh, it would like yeah, spin yeah. around and you had to was try the and one like you held
0: and it, would, uh, like, it was, it, do was this. it was
1: on a it was on a base okay and it, and it went around and you were trying to like pick up things as a kind of like sort of like remote <laughs> controlled around <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> oh my god it was the, pretty fun it's like what's
0: so funny is uh describing how you grew up with those like those types of toys and then how i grew up like being in the different toy stores man you
1: missed out on some of it oh yeah i yeah. I, I definitely uh definitely got into it all like in my in my college years i was still yeah. i was still i got back into toys like i was a teenager then i was like okay i you know this toys are toys are not cool and then uh college i was like ah because that was when um uh because i love the to toxic, Aven- toxic avenger and the toxic crusader cartoon came out which was like awful yeah. but like the but the but the toys i'm just like oh my god these yeah. toys and i was like total guilty pleasure i'm in i'm in college i'm like <laughs> uh. and it wasn't cool like that wasn't cool it wasn't cool to have toys back then like that was yeah. just like what what the fuck so you would just you would buy them and just kind of like you know stash them away <laughs> and um earthworm Jim. yeah oh my earthworm gym i love like I, the game yeah. more than anything yeah the, the game i did i didn't have the game but i watched the cartoon the cartoon was yeah. pretty cool it was it wasn't it wasn't bad uh yeah later on i got, I got into the game the game was cool yeah and the yeah. toys really nice toys yeah yeah i can't remember the
0: um i just recently found a picture of me holding it and that it was weird it's the like the uh villain bird guy with the helmet
1: oh yeah it he uh, was like some man. kind of good he was a crow wasn't he um but he yes. like
0: i just had that and there was a weird crack in the photo i could see there's a crack in it like i had thrown it or something crazy <laughs> but it was it was weird to see
1: yeah yeah, yeah that's cool that's, that's that's great to have photos of uh of yourself holding you know favorite toys back in yeah. school
0: and yeah. then going back and buying them and having them come <laughs> Yeah. What's crazy yeah. is uh, there's a company, uh, premium, premium something. I think it's them. They're reproducing all the old Earthworm Jim toys. Oh no! But way. Like in it, what it looks like is like the Neca style, like different hands, oh. different heads, all kinds of stuff.
1: Wow! Yeah. Wow!
0: Not really playable, nice. but definitely posable. Yeah! 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 That's so cool. you you go to college and you start buying toys. Does it get out of hand for you? Like, is it just one or two, or you just like go for
1: it? Ah, uh, yeah, I just go for it. Right? <laughs> I mean, I didn't have I, ha- I didn't have a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of money um, in college, but somehow somehow I was somehow I was buying toys. I think I was buying them pretty cheap. Uh, there was a couple of um antique markets uh there was one down on down by the lake and um there was a su- super super nice old guy and i would always go by and he always he'd always see me like hey man, hey, man I, I got something for you I got something right and it'd be like yeah. some and it was toys that were from the 70s like old like it was it was from the era that i was like oh my god oh my god yeah so so that was that was great uh so i, I slowly was we buying i was buying back all the things that either I had and were, got lost or, you know, uh, I, I really, really wanted and saw it in the comic books and never got it yeah. sort of thing. So what do you, does that influence what you collect now?
0: Do you collect toys now?
1: Yes. Yeah. I always uh, have to
0: ask big, that just in case.
1: <laughs> big, big collector now. Yeah. And I completely collect something different. Like I don't, I don't, like I kind of got that out of my, I kind of, i I'm buying up all my childhood. Mm-hmm. I kind of got that out of my system. Like. I got it all. And then a lot of it, I, I, I flipped it and, and let it go. Like years, like I had, I had to have it for like a couple of decades. And then I was like, eh, yeah, it's cool. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like something else now. And like, I think every, I don't know, every so many years I get into something, something else. And, uh, and then I just, um, I just keep moving the stuff that are like, eh, you know, this is cool, but yeah. Know. Do you
0: feel like you, I think, you know, Terrible Toy Works said this to me and it's like, it's stuck in my brain this whole time for like a week now. I keep going back to this quote. Do you feel like you're amassing like a horde or do you feel like you're collecting?
1: Hmm. For
0: Um, me, I don't have specialized like things. If I had it when I was a kid, I get it. But I feel like my collection is just all over the place.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Well, um I think that my collection ends up being all over the place, but it's like unintentional. It's just like many, many multiple like crazy focuses that I get on. Yeah. So I'm like crazy focused for a month on this and then crazy focus up for another month on this. Yeah. And then when you look back at the full, you're like, Ooh, wow, that's a lot, <laughs> of, that's a lot of different stuff. And maybe I should let some of this stuff go. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, I, I definitely have like a um, uh, like a hyper hyper focus kind of syndrome mm-hmm. thing. So which which is very helpful for when you're getting into sculpting something or working on something because you're just yeah. fucking all all in. I, I love doing the art shows because they just focus you like, oh god, I gotta get this fucking thing done and I gotta mail it. Yeah, and I've I've got three weeks and ah. three and so I weeks. get super. And I get, I get super focused and just like, you know, go for it. And I love yeah. those sort of crunch moments. Um, and I'm good at, at, at that sort of like, but I'm not good when I have uh, all this time on my hands and I've got, I've started 20 things and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, and I do all 20 things. I'm like, I do a little this and I do a little that and I'm just all over the place. So. Absolutely.
0: So I'm glad you like walked us all the way up to the front. And we are, <laughs> please introduce yourself. We've got to this point. Please introduce the person that we know and love in the toy scene.
1: Uh, Lab Monkey number nine is my name. Um, uh, my real name is uh, Andrew Heffron, but I, I, I prefer Lab Monkey. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm more known as Lab Monkey anyways, but some people like to know the real name as well. Um, uh, I've been making toys for eight years. I would say officially, uh, I've been, I've been sculpting and making art and doing all that for, you know, forever, but my first, my first toy run was in 2014 and I went to uh, fan expo, which is like our, our, big, our big expo that we have a big, uh, comic con. And I would feel like that was the, that I would feel like that's my start. Cause I, I was before that I was doing one-offs okay and uh, a lot of custom stuff um mold making here and there um but like 2014 was when i was like okay this I, I i had i had managed to um through the internet i like i found um i found junk fed i found suck lord um uh-oh toys um manor um manor monster um it like, yeah it was a bunch of them that i found just through the internet just like yeah you know, Googling their stuff. I'm like, wow, this is, this is a thing. This is a thing. I I'm, I've been doing this, but not uh, in multiples. I've been just yeah. doing like one-offs here and there. And, um, and I was just like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get in on this. So, yeah. So I did my, my first one was uh Robert cop because through my internet searches, I, I, I was finding all these people that were making Robert cops. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really, I guess when you first started out, you, I guess it's like any art that you do like you you're like oh here's a great artist um like Picasso or whatever I'll I'll copy his style and do that for a bit. like but, you, but you're like oh you're not supposed to copy artists um but like you you kind of at that I think at every artist sort of beginning you kind of you gravitate to the things you like and then you want to make it as well or something yeah um, yeah until you find your own style right yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I so I I saw all these people doing Robert Cop, and I was like Oh, I'm gonna make a rubber cup. I was probably like yeah. the fifth person who made a rubber cop. And I mean, I don't even know if it was funny by that time. Like I like because it was the internet and there was no sense of community or timing or relevance or yeah. or anything, you know? So I, I was completely doing it out of the loop and and just not really not really part of anything. And um uh, by 20, 2015, um, there was another, they have like a, another one like um. Uh, that comic-con does like a a, a sort of a half size version mm-hmm. uh i think it's called toronto comic-con um and they do like a like a, like a mini it's like a mini me fan expo and uh so i did that one and uh i met um i don't know if you if, if you know uh eight bit mike eight bit mike toys uh i've seen
0: eight bit i don't know if it was eight bit mike but
1: sure yeah yeah he's uh what a wonderful wonderful yeah. wonderful guy he's down down in uh buffalo and um he, he, he comes up, um, all the time to, uh, I guess pre, pre pandemic, but come up all the time to, um, to the expos and stuff. And so he came up and he does this thing where he does free, free resin art. So he had this, uh, had them in the little, um, little bags and then he would just like leave them all over the place with a little hashtag or something. Right. And so he, uh, he like was chatting with me and, uh, he's like, you know, gave me, gave me this little thing. It's like in this little black bag. And he's like, no, 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 don't, don't open it now. Open it, open it like when I'm gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> cause he, cause he saw my stuff and, yeah. uh, and like his quality is, you know, he doesn't have a pressure pod. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it's you, 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 you love 8 Mike because of who he is and what he does and his, his toys are, are, are rough, but they're rough in a, in a beautiful way. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so I I was like, no, I'm gonna open it up right now. <laughs> and and he's like, no, no, really, really, it's no good. And then his girlfriend, his girlfriend is so sweet, she pops around the corner and she's like, really, they're terrible. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I'm sure, I'm sure it's amazing. And I opened it up. And uh, he he loves doing um these uh R2, R2 D2 ones where he just swaps out the head mm-hmm. and just puts like like everybody's head on top of R2. So I, uh, I think this one was, this one was different. This one was an R two body with a Casey Jones foot, with a G.I. Joe backpack.
0: We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures, Dov two, we have engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation! Hooray! We saved in D.O.P. 2. Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and D.K.E. Toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. The way for custom action figures. D.K.E.
1: And I think it had a Bosk head on top. It was a real mishmash. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, my fir- it was my first bootleg toy. You still have it? I do, yeah. Nice. Uh... I don't know where it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, that. I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. it's, awesome. um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So yeah, and, and so he was—he uh, was like, "Oh man, you gotta, you gotta get on Instagram. You got that's where everything's happening." And he was the one that basically said, "Come on, you know this is this is where it's all happening. You should do this." Yeah,
0: were you going by Lab Monkey Number Nine all the way, until, up until this point, or was that something that you once he said that you started from there?
1: Uh, yeah, I think. Ah, That's a good question. Um, I think I think I was lab monkey uh, number nine in, when I did 2014. Yeah, yes, I was. Yeah, because I had it on the header. Did I have it on the header cards. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was lab monkey nine right from right from when I did uh, Robert Cobb, which would be 20, 2014. So right, right away, I already. It, and it was a um, uh, it was a graphic that I had made uh, years, years earlier and um it was like a business card idea because i was um uh, a hero prop maker mm-hmm. so i'd make i'd make all these different props for different for different shows and stuff and so i decided that i was going to make um i was going to make many many business cards and they were going to turn into trading cards Ooh. and so and i and i wanted to get into character development um and so i decided like that i was every single business card i was going to have a different character and so my first one was lab monkey number nine he came up with this crazy monkey he was like had all these robotic parts and stuff, and then I stopped the idea. Like that's as far as I got. <laughs> like I had all these ideas and all these intentions, and that that was the only one that I ever made. And so then it ended up just being like years later. You know, you get thousands of these business cards, and I had like you know six hundred of them or whatever. Yeah. Still like a giant box of them. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That uh, I never, I never like did did much with that. I used it as a business card, but you know, and I and um i don't really think i got very much um character work out of it even though that was my my intention um but then getting into toys i mean it's all character it's, that's all it is yeah i remember telling a telling a friend about it and saying like oh, i wish like telling him my like my you know my dream was i just wish i had a job where i was just creating characters like all the time and then you know fast forward you know years later and you know, that's, now that's, you do. Know, That—that's what so many people are doing. It's amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. it's So much fun. So much. So much character. And and and, and I guess more what I'm doing now. I used to do more originals in the in the, in the beginning, um, but it's it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard road to sell an original toy. Um, it's really really fun to come up with new toys, but I think more now, I've kind of gotten to this comfort zone of like doing my version of popular characters. Mm-hmm so and i always add in like you know like bionic i love the bionic man like you know yeah. i'm such a I'm such a 70s kid so i like oh i always put like bionics into things um and then do like you know my spin on that character and i i kind of do it like and I, i'm uh a huge um mexican bootleg um collector or like spanish or i, I like the, the european bootlegs as well um so like i like to pretend that i'm a high-end bootleg company okay, kind of like doesn't understand the toy who's doing their version of it. Yeah. So like, it's wrong, but it's somehow kind of cool in a right, in a right way, right? Wrong way. I don't know. Yeah. Which is we, I've talked to
0: um, people about that and like the blow mold He-Man figure like toys or whatever. There's probably an image that's on a screen. And, or like an image that gets shown and they probably are just telling the artist or whoever it is like, Hey, yeah, we need yeah. copies of that. Start going. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 very, uh, varying skill sets. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And they just, they just, they just go to it and make all these crazy creations by, uh, uh, you know, the, I, don't, I don't know if you know the, the, the Marks, Marks company, you know, the one that did, um, they always do the bases. Uh, they, they were like around in the '60s, but they're still they still toys that people collect. They're like plastic, you know, um, statue sort of types. Oh, where they yeah. did they did like the astronaut series and the cowboy series and the yeah, the, uh, little, the Native India. Yeah. yeah, they're the a little bit like they're, they're, they're they do small ones, but I think they're more known for their for their larger ones. They also have all the superheroes too, like all the Marvel mm-hmm. superheroes. Um, so then there's Mexican bootlegs of of those ones. Oh. And and they did like all of these crazy characters that nobody nobody cares about like just like yeah. crazy. I mean, people care about them, but like um, like for example, um, Electro, uh, mm. Spider-Man's um, one of Spider-Man's enemies. Yeah, like like is he? He's Electro. Like some people care, but not not really. Like, yeah. and then they do this. They make this Mexican crazy version. And what they do is they'll take. Uh, so there were six there were six superheroes made by my marks. And so they based off of the, and they had the, all the monsters as well, the universal monster line. So it's, a, and a cowboy and, and I think they also had an army one. Um, oh, and some, some knights. So they, they pull from all of those parts and they make new superheroes mm-hmm. just like out of, out of those marks parts. And um, like the, they have one of the thing because they never made the thing. They never did any fantastic. Four Yeah. Um, Cause fantastic Four kind of, not the greatest. Yeah, it had happened, but it, it didn't really make it that well in the toy world. It, it's they keep showing up here and there, and I love the Fantastic Four, but, but like not not in the same way that you know, um, that the some of the other heroes just you know really you know really yeah. shine. Uh, really uh, so they they didn't have a, a thing. So they took uh, Iron Man, and they sculpted rocks all over top of Iron Man to make mm. the thing. Like just and you can see Iron Man inside. Like it's just so. So it looks mildly like it, but really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's so weird. I love and there's another one. This is this is a this is a really really cool one. It's um, it's an ant. Um, it's got an ant head, which is the uh, it's the uh, Battlestar Galactica um, alien that has the four hands. Do you know that one? Yeah. Um, I can't ah shit. I can't remember his name. It starts with an. Person, oh and he sometimes he has a netting, a netting over him.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh anyway, so they took his head, It basically looks like a like a bug head, um, and they put it on a, a knight, like a shiny knight of armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they gave him um six arms and they're all Batman arms. Okay. And and like what is it? Like Did and think it's that was it? at Ant Man. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe like maybe it was it was some sort of knight. Yeah, I don't know some some sort of crazy creature.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's another. Find?
1: One. Um, they there there's not a lot of them. Uh, I've made I've made a few friends. Um, and they look out for things for me. Yeah, uh, you can yeah like you go on eBay every once in a while and you just put in Mexican bootleg and, and stuff comes up like mm-hmm. there's still things from the 70s that you can that you can buy. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of them out there and not not too expensive like you know yeah. reasonable. Yeah.
0: There's a, a guy on um, Instagram, man, I don't know how to pronounce his name and but he goes by like Kdpr, I think. Mm, okay. Um, and he whenever I've done Mexican bootleg things like giveaways or something, it comes from him and right, right. yeah and so he just is always on the lookout for random stuff. and he um, I just did one not that long ago with a giant skeletor. Mm, okay and uh he now has found a giant he-man so he was like what do you think of the and i was like, oh my god send them to me immediately i'll take them <laughs> they're just so crazy like they're uh, they look like the characters but they're so big and you can tell that they've been sculpted yeah 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 it's awesome. there's
1: a there's a hulk that's that size that i'm dying to get yeah. And he he looks really, really fucking weird. Like he doesn't look like the whole like if he wasn't <laughs> if he wasn't green, you'd be like,
0: oh like, what wow. is that guy?
1: Who is yeah. this guy? <laughs> Have you
0: seen like, is it just hard to find? Or um is it just one of those? There's a couple of them that are super expensive, and I'm just uninterested mm-hmm. in in yeah. something that's called a Mexican bootleg, and then it's also like a hundred bucks for me to get my hands on it. That's a tough sell for me.
1: Yeah. 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 They, they need to be, cause you know, you know the quality that's going to come. Yeah. And, 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 that, and I, and I love it. Like it doesn't, it, that's part of the charm. Like I'm, you know, not, not dissing them in any way, but, but you also know that they're not going to stand up usually. Right. Um, and in the blow mold, sometimes the, the blow molds aren't great. Like they'll have like really soft spots. Like you can mm-hmm. poke your finger through. So, you know, you're getting, and the paint is usually falling off yeah because for whatever reason the paint doesn't doesn't stick in Mexico. <laughs> I don't know why, but this paint is always a problem. like paint's yeah. always like if it's in a bag, all the paint's in the bag, like at the yeah. bottom in chips, right? So I mean they're and they're and they're beautiful and they're wonderful and they're very, very weird and wonderful versions of the characters that you love and And that's cool, but I think there's a certain price that you that that that, that makes sense for for what you're buying, you know, yeah. So yeah. we, we bypassed a little bit, but I love the
0: tangent so much on the, on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I just caught all of it. Yeah. So yeah. you, you went in and uh, 8-Bit Mike was like, Hey, get on Instagram, start doing yeah. this. Yeah. So uh, do you immediately start
1: producing runs? Like right when he says that, are you like, Oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So I already had, so uh, when I, when I met him, I already had three runs going. Okay. Um, uh, I had um, carnivorous critters, which was, um, I took um, um, pet my little, my little, uh, my little pet shop or what mm-hmm. was it called? The little, little, the little, little pet, pet shop. shop. Yeah. Little pet shop. I took their heads and I put them on Marvel characters <laughs> and then I, and then I covered them in blood and gave them severed Barbie arms. okay um, and, and all my friend, Steve Manelli he was helping me out with all the header card art at the time. Cause I, I didn't, I wasn't so good at Photoshop back then, so um, eventually I got I got I got sort of you know better at it and stuff, and got back into drawing. But um, he was helping me out back then, and he did um, uh, a sticker sheet so that there was like all these die cut stickers of blood. Yeah, so you could put blood splatters all over your all over your characters. Um, so that was one of them. So I, I when I was first starting out, I was using and that's also with the with the uh, Robert Cobb. It wasn't a full I wasn't doing full molds. I was using I was using like. Uh you could buy Robert Cop for like two bucks because he lost his helmet and his gun. And he looked horrifying without his helmet. Like it was just like this yeah. bald, like like yeah. like crazy. Like nobody wanted that toy. They're like, Wah, two bucks. Fucking yeah. get it out of my face, right? So I I bought uh I bought a ton of them. I still have a bunch of them. And then I I I molded the helmet. I molded like bits and pieces, but the core of it was a was actually a real toy, right? Yeah. And so that was my way because I couldn't figure out how how all these people were making toys and having such reasonable prices. Mm-hmm. Cause I was looking at the hours and I'm like, no, there's no way. How can you make a full toy and yeah. then sell it for like that amount? And I realized, like, oh, you just gotta, you just gotta love what you do and you just, you just yeah. gotta take the hit. But I was trying to right from the beginning. I was trying to figure out cheats. Like how can I cheat the system yeah. and not, <laughs> not, not, not do, not do full, full cast and spend yeah. all my time. So yeah, so like they were like I guess yeah I guess the, the critters were they were they were mashups in and, and, um, and all attention purposes, um, and then the other one was um, uh, super action no super yeah super action ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took GI Joes uh, like small GI Joes, and then I used uh, Polly Pocket heads, and so oh. it was a full full female line, and um, they were they were really fun, and they they did they did sorta of well. I, I confused a lot of people. Like the people who love Polly Pockets were confused. Mm-hmm. The people who love G.I. Joe's were confused, but I found that my fans were the people who weren't fans of G.I. Joe and Polly Pocket, but just excited to have a female figure.
0: Yeah. They were the sweet spot.
1: Yeah. Like they, yeah. like they liked, they liked G.I. Joe and they like, and they weren't afraid if it was a guy, they weren't afraid that it was a Polly Pocket. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes girl toys can kind of freak guys out, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I was making them kind of, you know, Tough enough that it was like ah these are, these are cool and then I would give them all these like I always would give them um, a cute accessory and then like a tough accessory kind of like balance things out right like it'd be a bouquet of flowers but a big fucking big fucking gun yeah. or something right <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really fun yeah uh, and I've completely forgotten your question uh, those 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 are the first three that I did okay uh, then, so you then already I, had run. After that, yes but they yeah. were not real they're not real toy art runs yet they're okay. kind of like i've got one foot in one foot out i'm doing yeah. some mold making i'm making bits and pieces but i'm not doing full full things um yeah so then i would get into after that i would start getting into like full full-on resin stuff yeah. yeah and your molds
0: just uh, there's always a time in every podcast where i brag about the artist your molds are impeccable just <laughs> which it's got to be like years and years of just trial and error
1: yeah, it's it's yeah, def, definitely years and years. Like I was I learned how to mold when I was in uh art college. Mm-hmm. Um so that takes me back to uh uh 19, 1988 before I was, I was an... even born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so 1988 I I went to uh OCAD, uh which was OCA back at the time. Um and then so that would have been 89 first first year is just like a bullshit year like it's just like take all your money and you're you know (laughs) half the people half the people leave you know yeah uh so by second year you really start getting into what you what you want so 1989 would have been my first um, mold making and uh silicone was around Mm um urethane resin wasn't around so there was polyester resin which was garbage,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and it was very fragile. So you had to make very thick, very thick things mm-hmm. uh, to to like to battle the the brittleness, and um, and it got very hot. Like it was um, like polyester resin is typically known as what you mix with fiber, like when you're doing fiberglassing, like if you are oh, fixing a canoe. Side. Yeah, 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 and it's like the goop that goes with the glass mesh. Yeah. Um, so on its own, it's it's brittle as shit, and with well, with the glass, it's like super strong, right? so we were just pouring that um and for mold making we had um this is so cool we had a we had a huge vacuum forming machine like there was a plastics department yes. and plastics was like all the rage and like you know like it was pretty cool back then they yeah. they they were like I had three teachers and they were like the fucking coolest teachers <laughs> in the whole school and uh we had like vacuum we would vacuum form our molds mm-hmm. um which was like it was so cool like so we would just sculpt something out of like um out of wet clay like yeah. we hadn't even got into plaster scene yet so it's like this is like earth clay um, uh, and so you sculpt it up and then you before it would dry and crack you would get a, you would do a vacuform mold and the plastic we were using it was some sort of like poly like a like a waxy um sort of milky um, plastic so that it had sort of um everything and you would you would pour uh, this resin in and it would just pop out pretty easily sometimes you had to make a couple little cuts on the yeah. on the plastic to release it. And I remember getting, um, and we would make plaster molds like, Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like we, uh, I, I, my first mold making class, um, I sculpted up a, uh, female alien face. Yeah. It was bald, bald female alien. And we had to do part molds and then a mother mold to hold all the plaster. Cause when you do plaster, there's no, there's no give. Mm-hmm. So I had to do 13 pieces of a plaster mold. Holy and hell. then a mother mold. So it's, it took me like the entire year yeah. to, make this, to make this mold because I only had the class like once a week or something, right? So every day I go in, I go okay, I go do part number six, and like you know, and you had to figure it all. It was it was I mean it was amazing because you had to figure out. You really got to figure out your your sections. Like you mm. can't have any part interfere with another part. um Any undercuts, you got to like make a part for it. um And at the end of the year. uh I went. I went to go back to get my um, my sculpture, and they uh, everything had been thrown out. Oh <laughs> so, my god! So, so I ran. I ran to the dumpster. I'm like, where, where? And they're like, in the dumpster in the back. So I ran into the dumpster, and literally the the assistant for the class was like, like, <laughs> I'm about to throw it into the dumpster. I'm like, no, no, give me, give me that, give me that now. I took it home holy <laughs>
0: So did that i mean the it's not it's obviously not the same like type of silicone that we're using now as you were using that well this yeah that right? was all
1: plastic. yeah that was all plaster yeah then then um we got we got our first silicone and it was pretty close to what we have now um, okay it was it was blue and they gave us into like the little teeny containers and they're like here you here you go here's this precious silicone don't use yeah. it all at once i think it was like 10 bucks or something for this little container and uh and and i i, I think i made i think i made like um uh, a cruci i had a crucifix and then i had a tra- i had a pet tarantula at the time and so uh the tarantula was was always um sucking the life out of these crickets that i would give it yeah. and so i had all these like cricket bodies yeah so i i threw all these crickets into this and i made a bunch of crucifixes out of the silicone um and with the polyester resin and threw in some green dye I like love that. Was that. Probably my, my first, my first uh, resins sort of thing. something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But for the most part, it was all it was all plaster, and uh, it was all really really old school, which I think wasn't wasn't right for the time because there was uh, there was silicone and, and some some ureth- some good urethanes were coming out and some good rubbers were coming out, mm-hmm. but I think the school just wasn't on board with it yet yeah and they were and the teachers would have been of a certain age and they would have grown up with plaster and burlap Mm -hmm. and wet clay and they would have that's they were they were bringing to the school what they had learned and what they had grown up and what they were used to
0: yeah
1: um so when i when i got out of school and got into i got into the film industry uh, and television industry and everything i had learned was completely like nah we don't we don't do that like (laughs) like what plaster no i'm I'm sorry and like wet clay like no we use plaster scene because it never dries out what are you talking about that's ridiculous and um vacuum vacuum forming was definitely uh, ahead of their time like vacuum forming was definitely film the film industry loves vacuum they'll vacuum form the shit out of everything right yeah um so that was I kind of I was a kind of a step ahead in that and all the mold making all the basics were there like all the understanding of undercuts and it's almost kind of like casting toys without a pressure pot you learn more than if you were just spoiled having a pressure pot from the beginning you kind of like when you get a pressure pot you're like oh my god thank god now i am but you but you've learned all those putting runners and where bubbles go and understanding the flow of resin and stuff like that uh so i understood undercuts and how to how to make a mold and and how to do things um like the the thinking behind everything was really was really hammered into me from that but then when i got into tv and film like it was just all like money, what, what? silicone costs a hundred? Like who, who fucking cares? Fucking buy two buckets of it. We don't care. Just get this yeah. fucking job done, right? Just get her done. Wow.
0: So like, and then did the silicone and stuff that you use then and now you're doing it, like- the pictures that i love most like your work's impeccable but the pictures that i love most are when you have like floors of all the molds that you've been making <laughs> it's like the amount of molds that you have just got going is insane yeah yeah yeah
1: it's, yeah, it's insane
0: yeah. yeah are you just always pouring for the next thing like it it seems like you're non-stop pouring molds <laughs>
1: yeah 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 uh yeah, yeah, pretty much. I go through, I go through a lot of silicone. I'm yeah. afraid to find out how much silicone I go through, but um, I I'm always, I've always got many, many ideas on the go, many many prototypes on the go, and then I'm, and then I'll I'll, when I'm doing like a uh, um, like a silicone pour, then I want to like include, uh, so I'll I'll be like working on whatever current toy that I'm trying to get out for whatever yeah. for whatever reason and then i'll always have bits and pieces of of a toy uh, that are moving ahead so like it's kind of it gets it gets complicated but like sometimes like a figure I'll, i won't i won't have finished the prototype but i've got his head and his and his right arm are already molded because i've because i've already got like those parts are already moving ahead and then yeah. i've got to finish i've got to finish off the rest of the toy kind of not knowing what those other parts you have to kind of like trust your third eye of like how it's all going to come together sometime because I'm always yeah. just like I don't I don't ever make a toy, mold it, cast it. Like it just doesn't just doesn't work out that way for me. The way the best way that I work is just in this random doing everything. Yeah. With with at least one focus that I'm I try to have one that I'm this is the one that's due and I got to get this out for the art show or for whatever it is. And then I've got all these other ones that are that are going on that um you know, yeah. So there's always, yeah, you're, yeah. I'm always molds being poured. Yeah. Um, and I'm always going through, I'm like, Oh no, I'm out of silicone already. <laughs> yeah. Is it, that you're in Canada. Do you, are you still using,
0: uh, you're still using uh, Reynolds, correct? They're like oh, smooth on uh,
1: materials. Uh, Yeah. I guess yeah. we, we have, uh, I'm using smooth on. But no. we don't we don't have any Reynolds. Okay. Um, ours is uh, Sculpture Supply yeah. of Canada, uh, Sec. But uh, yeah, it's all Smooth-On stuff. And then there's some, there's more. There's other companies out there that I could go to, but they're they're further. And and Sculpture Supply is nice because it's right on the very end of the subway line, mm. so I can I could and sometimes I do bike there with a really large knapsack. Um, but like it's not it's not not fun with a gallon of silicone yeah. coming way <laughs> back on your bike. You go downhill really fast. But uh, yeah, Subway or I, 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 through the pandemic, I also did some deliveries, but they, um, it, it takes a little bit longer and, you know, takes a couple of days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The closest uh, I have to do deliveries because the closest one is like, I don't know, two hours away.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I, I got to right. make it a
0: whole journey if I'm going to do it. And there's yeah. never anything that I want to do up there. So,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Which is a bummer. So you you do all these molds, you start creating, you've had a couple runs um early on when you first get on instagram and you start posting what's reception like what do you when you start posting
1: about your toys and your runs and you're stepping more into that um it was it was good i i didn't i skipped out on the ones that i had already started like I, i i didn't show any of the three that i had done okay um for fan expo those three runs there they uh they they didn't go onto Instagram until I don't know if they ever went on Instagram, maybe a little bit of Robert Cop later on, but I kind of just skipped past those. And, um, so before, before I did my, got into the runs, I was, I did about three years at this, uh, gallery, um, super wonder gallery. It was mm-hmm. this a uh, really fun gallery that was in the city and they had really, really fun themes like superheroes and, you know in sci-fi like just really yeah. cool themes which is really um that seems you know doesn't seem that exciting but like in, in Toronto it's a very conservative city and galleries are there there's not a lot of cool galleries they're all very stuffy and just the idea of like everyone's just going to make some sci-fi stuff and put it in an art show like that's that was that's fucking cool in Toronto yeah. in Toronto terms like mind blowing right um so i spent 3 years slogging away and his galleries were always like giant warehouses like really and painters were mostly painters and giant fucking paintings and so i um i made uh what would what would be now would be considered like a, a really large toy but all my toys were like a foot tall like a 12, 13, 14 inches wow. so I, um yeah and i would do all the molds and i would make i would make one mm-hmm. and and then and then and then i would move on and they were all like they're all like in the range of like 800 to like a thousand thousand two hundred that was sort of the asking price that i was Mm -hmm. going for and um it was it was a fun three years and i i made a i made a lot of i made a lot of fucking big toys and i made a lot of toys that i that would then move on to make into smaller versions later on um and so that's what i started showing on instagram was all of these large toys that i had made from from a few years earlier and people were people were loving it but they were, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sell them. Like, I, I didn't even try. I don't think I even tried to sell them because I i, I knew the prices of what people were selling at the time. Like I had kind of done my, my research and I yeah. kind of found, I'd found some toy friends and things were selling for like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, uh, 50 yeah. bucks. And, um, and it made sense. Cause everything was, was of the rights of the size that made sense for that price. Mm. And there's nobody selling things for eight hundred dollars, thousand dollars. that was just like, as you know, yeah. crazy. Like that's not that wasn't happening on Instagram, and so I was posting all this stuff, and people were like getting excited, but I felt really shitty because I was just like, ah, I can't. I'm showing something that I can't. Like this is this is a buying community. This is a community who wants things. Yeah, they don't they don't want to just look at stuff. They want they want it in their house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I I showed that for a bit. And then um, that's when I made my um, my really large uh, Mister T Rex, mm-hmm. um, and that's also when I made my really large Darth um, Darthopian, the Darth Vader mixed with a scorpion. Um, so some of the some of the like really key uh, sculptures that I made that I'm known for were made back then. Um, and then eventually I I made the Mister T in a, like a six inch version. Yeah. And uh, one day I'm going to make the I, I got a Every year I say I'm gonna make the my Darth Opium, but I I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Maybe in the winter, like when things are a little bit slower, I can, yeah. I, can I can get on that one. But I, I've started it so many times. Um, but yeah, I gotta I gotta do that one. Um and, and then, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them that are they're all all of these like giant ideas that are just all the way in Tupperware, uh like um and sorry, rubber um, that eventually will all slowly get turned into like smaller ideas. Um yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So to yeah, so answer your question, that was all the big stuff uh, when I started on Instagram, and then slowly I started to like figure out like, yeah, okay, I got to make things smaller. I got to think smaller. I got to get into the right price zone. Yeah, uh, and then and then I, I just yeah got did uh, completely different things from the big sculptures. Just did something completely different. And went does it that. does it feel like when you because you you talk about
0: like the eight to $1,200 pieces and then going down to like 40 bucks. Does it feel like you're taking a major hit and that you need to find better ways to do like the smaller ones? Or does it feel like um, you're exiting almost like fine art and entering
1: bootleg scene? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I saw it more of like, more of like a challenge. Okay. Like it was like kind of like a marketing challenge, like, okay, how can I make something cool for 20 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, how can I, how can I do this? Like, I had to, like, don't get bummed out that that my price point is 20 bucks and like figure out like, how can I make the, what's the size that makes sense? What's the, what little cool details can I do? Um, yeah. Like just, I just saw more of a, like a challenge, like, okay, how can I, how can I do this? Yeah. Um, And yeah, and, and, and and with each toy, you just sort of like learn more and more. Um, And, and I think, I think, um, I mean, doing, and doing original stuff was, was fun too. Um, I'll definitely do some more original stuff again, but, but uh, whenever you do something that's a popular character, it's a big confidence boost. Like it's a nice, it's a nice sort of thing when you do something that is a character that everyone knows and people want, People are you know dying to buy it. I mean, that yeah. always feels really good. um but I feel sometimes people get like sort of stuck on that and then they're afraid to do original stuff um because you're afraid to fail um but it's it's good to fail. it's good to it's good to make some things that don't work out. it's good to it's good to make things for yourself um it's good it's good to make things just because you needed to make it like oh, I just yeah. I just had to like if i if only three exist, that's fine, one for me. Or, yeah you know, two for two for friends like it's it's fine too and you just and and also the idea of like um just moving on like you you make something and maybe it does really well maybe it doesn't do really well next next door let's get on to the next yeah. idea like just like it was all about just like just fast turnover and just like getting on to something else and not holding on to something and not not you know not not f- you know, fixating on like something that um didn't do well or did do well just be like yeah whatever just yeah on to the next yeah which is awesome i
0: i think that's the that's a good lesson because so like if you start to pull at the thread of what about my time what about this what about this
1: oh yeah it yeah. starts
0: to feel like making toys is just a bummer
1: yeah yeah i i, I every a, a little bit here and there i'll yeah. i'll be like Oh God! What am I doing? <laughs> you, yeah. you get those. You get those sort of like I get those sort of moments. But you got to shake it off. You got to just yeah. be like, no, fuck, fuck the time. Don't 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 think about it. Just like just keep going. You're yeah. making you're making you're making fun stuff. You're you're. Uh, I always think like I'm making something really cool for myself. Mm-hmm. And if other people like it, then then awesome. And if not, then then awesome. <laughs> yeah it doesn't awesome. matter. It's, it's yeah. all it's all a win. I've I, always so, I've always had this as sort of a. Um, as a secondary kind of thing. So I've always have like day jobs that, um, that are paying the bills and I would love to do this full time, but I I don't know if it would, I don't know if it would change me. You definitely can tell uh, when you look a little deeper on Instagram and you know, the toy makers that are doing it as a side hustle and people who are doing it full time, you can kind of tell, like you can tell, I mean, also like the, the amount of times that they're posting, but like, like the, you you kind of i think you you have to do you have to do characters that people love if you're full-time like there's a there's a big chunk of what you do you can do some original stuff but i think you're you really gotta you gotta pay the bills like you gotta you gotta sell the toys this isn't like oh if i make a couple and that's fine and like you don't have that like you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta fucking hustle and you gotta make the bills and you know you gotta you gotta it changes you um so i'm i am worried about that if i do make the transition um but i i i do every once in a while i'll do a month where i'm just doing toys mm-hmm. and but it's only just because you know work hasn't happened or something but but um it's it's a hustle it's a hustle to because toronto is fucking expensive like it's it's really expensive here everything's expensive like yeah um so it's uh it's 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 tricky it's tricky to do what you love and and make the money, you know. Yeah, I yeah. And
0: my fear too is like, because I'm the same way. So all of this is just side, peripheral stuff, right? So the podcast is a passion thing that I love doing, and then yucco Toys is my own side thing. um But I fear that if it ever did become more, the second that there's the stress of oh, I got to pay mm-hmm. bills with it, I got to You might yeah. lose that love, and I don't ever want to yeah. lose that. Yeah
1: i know that's that's my fear as well yeah yeah but hey yeah. we're we're struggling through it together yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean those guys figured it out guys and gals they figure it out you know like they they figure it out like somehow yeah. they have they come to terms with with that stress and um like um uh one guy i love uh extra truck aerial mm-hmm. um, uh, he 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 figures it out like he's he does uh he does the he does the toys that he knows are like fan favorites but he also does some crazy weird shit like he does some crazy like he loves aliens he loves sasquatch he does all kinds of like like there's all kinds of things that you can do like um pulling from cryptics and like all kinds of like you know mythological characters and there's things that you can pull from that aren't movie based yeah like not everything has to be like Star Wars, like it yeah. can be, there can, there can be other things out there. Like there could be, and I How love dare Star you? Wars. How but... dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I love Star Wars, but it's like, uh there's, there's, there's other, there's other stuff, you know, there's yeah. other, there's other things. And uh, that's why I kind of got into the Universal Monsters, um, was because I wanted to break away from, from that. I mean, they're, they're still movie based, of course, but like it, it kind of puts you more into, more of into like a monster kind of world and more yeah. of, um, and the and the monster fans they're they're fun they're so much mm-hmm. fun they they fucking they fucking love stuff I mean they love their characters yeah like people who love the creature from the black lagoon they fucking love him so much <laughs> yeah like and Frankenstein they love Frankenstein like they don't just like him like no one just like
0: eh Frankenstein's
1: Frankenstein's okay he's all right they love that guy they fucking love him yeah. and I love him too like I, I grew up with all of that monster stuff and um, I, I grew up watching all those movies um, I had. Um, I would always, I don't know why, but I would always mix Frankenstein. Frankenstein and Dracula were like, those were my favorites. And I always mixed them together. So Mm -hmm. I'd always make, I would always draw. And um, I think I sculpted up a mask one time for Halloween. And it was like, I had fangs and bolts, but then (laughs) it had the widow peak of like the vampire and the like. I would put it all together because it just, you know, I just loved all that
0: stuff that's the toy that needs to be made just call it (laughs) universal monster and it has all the pieces of everyone
1: (laughs) oh my god that'd
0: be amazing yeah um so as as, and you start at like you're creating these things you've already got runs under your belt you already know how to do mold making so instagram then instead of like learning and stuff from other people is more of like oh let me just get out my work that i've already done right would you say that it was more like that in the beginning
1: yes definitely okay
0: And yeah. then as you continue, then you start to open up. Like, oh, this is a real toy scene. Like, this is huge. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but not as big, right? Twenty sixteen ish. We're talking. It was.
1: It felt big because I'd never had. Yeah, I, I was just like, oh my god. But uh, but yeah, this is uh, twenty twenty fifteen uh, April. I got an Instagram. Um, so yeah, it was it was. Uh, yeah, it was big for me, but looking back, it was pretty, pretty freaking small yeah. in comparison. Like we're talking, I, I, I think hundreds instead of like thousands, you know, uh, like, yeah. kind of, like, like I, I, I'm just guessing on numbers. Um, and and uh, it's funny, too, because when you first when you first start on Instagram, you find all the people that are making toys because Instagram helps you find mm-hmm. like, Instagram is wonderful that way, where it helps you find all these people. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute this is all my competition (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oh oh wow wait a minute i gotta find all the collectors yeah i mean the toy toy makers also collect as well and you do trades with people that's always like a fun fun thing that you do in the beginning um and then uh yeah then you're like oh okay but who's who are the who are the big who are the big collectors who are they who are these guys like and so eventually you start they they come later like they they slowly they're coming they're little comments here and there on your on your page and then they start buying and you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. This is cool. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Then you start, then you start into that whole other world of like, and then I think what happens is you start falling back on following toy makers Mm -hmm. because um, you're, you're, you're kind of more, you go, yeah, it's it's a weird transition, Uh, but you, you, you sort of fall back on the, on the toy makers and you're more, you're more into uh friends and fans and collectors, and some toy makers. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of, it's a, there's a whole arc, right, of like how it kind of goes, goes through, you know. Oh yeah, my the toys on tap
0: uh Instagram, I only follow toy makers. Like that's mm-hmm. just what I right. do. Um, well, yeah,
1: that ma- that makes sense for for yeah for what you do. Yeah, right
0: and then yucko Toys, I think like you're right. Like I do follow the ones that I'm closer to. Yeah,
1: of uh, course. Yeah. And there's a
0: lot of them, but. I would say majority isn't toy makers on that account.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, the transition that happens, but you don't really even, it's not, it's not on purpose. It's just sort of happens. It's just sort of, it's a gradual thing yeah. over many, many years. Um, yeah. I don't know just what it is.
0: From the time that you entered Instagram uh, in 2015 and then uh, until now, what has kept you making Toys and finding the the spark and inspiration to continue to make
1: toys this whole time. Um, a couple a couple of things. I mean the the love of like I mean I get I get very very I get a creative high off of like it's kind of like a it's kind of like a drug. Uh, like mm-hmm. when you when you when you first when you first get an idea, yeah, and then and then when you first get the pieces together. That's like a little, like, like a little high. And then when you, when you finish it, uh, when you get some paint on it, like it's just all of those highs are just so overwhelming, like on just, just for yourself. Like this doesn't involve anybody else. It's just your own personal, like, Oh my God, Oh my God. I'm so so excited. I'm so excited. And it just makes whatever's going on in your life. Doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever job, whatever doesn't matter. Nothing matters. All that matters is this creative high that you're, you're generating. And then, and then you put it, and then, uh, and then there's the whole, there's a the whole community that is just so, so fucking wonderful. Like, it's just yeah. a wonderful, wonderful community. And I don't, I don't know if I would be doing this if it wasn't for, for the feedback and the, and, and the, and the comments and everyone just being so fucking nice. Like, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would have this much drive um, to, to, to do it for so long. Like, it's been eight, eight years. Yeah. um i don't i don't know if i would do be able to do it for that long without that community you know it's it's a, it's a huge part of it yeah and which is it, it Which crazy and
0: you can see i think in the community because then there's like all these little toy shows that happen and your name mm. your name yeah. goes along with it i every time i see a, another toy thing it's like lab number Mon- lag monkey number nine <laughs> is on there i'm like oh there he is again, and so it's like <laughs> you go through all those things, and so it's like even those little shows and all of that just displays how much community is
1: out there. Mm, I love awesome. I love doing I love doing the shows. Yeah, there's yeah. there's so much fun, and each each show is each show is different and unique yeah. and has its own challenges. And uh, every every show is so different. Like some shows are like super cold, mm-hmm. like no yeah. one talks to anyone no one no one likes each other's toys like this is like yeah. whoa what are, like you're like in a in a freezer show like whoa, yeah. okay we're all just too cool to like say that we like something what the fuck uh but then the other shows are just like a just like a, a friend fest like just yeah. like everyone everyone loves everyone and it's just like ridiculous everyone just like yeah. loves each other to death <laughs> and those shows are amazing and then there's and then there's there's all the shows in the middle like just there's a Whole you know like, like in um a curator will pull together all of those names and there's probably a whole bunch of little subgroups within that group and name. We maybe not all know each other, mm-hmm. might not all like each other. Yeah. That's <laughs> and true, there's true. like all these like subgroups that are kind of in there, right? So like there'll be a big show, and and maybe that little subgroup that I'm part of will all like each other stuff, but we will just be like, eh, I don't know, I don't know who all these other people are. Like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all, it's all just so interesting and fun. Yeah. I, uh, are you
0: more, when you do these shows, are you more interested in doing like the smaller runs or do you want to do like get them a a large amount of toys if possible?
1: No, I'm definitely small. Um, so I'll, I'll do the minimum that is required. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do like one toy or, uh, you know, if three, like three toys, like very, uh, uh, very very, very small and um it's because the there's this, there's the one there's the time, like it takes a lot of time like I always make something new for an art show most most of the time um and most, most art shows want you to do something new um, uh, you can get away with like changing colors on something and doing something that's old, but I kind of like I like to use the art shows as a way to push forward um, one of the ideas that I've already started. Yeah. Like for like for the faker show that just happened. I already had Wolverine kind of had parts for Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm, um, um, uh, to because uh, um, Toys de Jure was like, OK, you need to pick a character so that we all um, which I thought was a really smart idea. He every, everyone was to pick a character so that there wasn't any overlaps for the show. Like there wasn't like a zillion faker versions of the of the exact same character yeah so so everyone picked a character and then that was your character um so i knew that i had i have a um a robocop that i'm working on and i have a wolverine and i have a whole bunch of the one i have about like 20 20 going at at any given time but those were two that i was like oh that they they could be cool fakers yeah and then i went for i went for wolverine because he's um because he's human Mm -hmm. and he's got the adamadium sort of like metal through him so i thought yeah. oh, that's kind of cool it's good and i thought well robocop's is more of a robot so making him a robot doesn't make it's like wow you just turned a robot into another robot yeah <laughs> I like guess not a full robot but because he's his brain is like robocop but yeah um yeah so yeah so that's as i i push forward whatever whatever i have already kind of going and i use that i use the art shows as a as a um self-imposed deadline to get mm-hmm. shit done and to and to focus me, because I, I need I need that focus to be able to get. And that's what, another reason why I do so many of the art shows is because it helps me get get things out there. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, I'll get the one or two or whatever the minimum, bare minimum is, because also shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to pay for, like, it's tricky because you're, you know, from you know being in Canada, you got to pay more. Uh, and then there's the border. The border might, like, hold on to your toy. And yeah. totally fuck you up for the art show, like I've missed a couple of art shows because of the border. Um, but, you know, you know, for the most part, it gets there. Um, and then uh, it, so the art shows end up being kind of like a giant commercial for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then what you do after is then you make a whole pile of the toys for the people who missed out. Yeah. Uh, it's like the one and you don't want any you don't want to have to have any toys mailed back because then that's another expense to have right. the toys shipped back when they didn't sell. Like if you made a huge run, um, like what would make the most sense is like, okay, I'm going to make five of the exact same thing and send them to an art show. But like, say there's there aren't five fans who like that character. Like say there's only three, then you got to pay for, yeah, you got to pay for the five to go there and you got to pay for two to come back. And it's just like, ugh. You know, it, yeah. it's all that shipping money, right? So I, you send one, unique, bang, sells, done. you know, yeah. And then, and, and as soon as it sells, you're 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 relieved of your of your duties to the art gallery and you can do whatever the fuck you want there we go like you're you're done you're, uh they're happy i'm happy everyone's happy the the one guy or gal who got it bang they got their toy um and it's just and it's a special moment it's all it's all special because art shows yeah. are supposed to be about special specialness um and, and uniqueness and then you uh, and then after that you can you can do whatever you want you can start you can start cranking out you know ones for for other people if you want right yeah change change it change them up a little bit make them a little different but basically you know basically same that sort of thing which i like the little toy shows are always my favorite
0: you know dove um like his shows or whenever he does a thing it's uh, what the minimum 20 but mm. which is like, it is what it is. We'll, we'll participate. But then there is the, there's like a silver, it's called like silver screen or silver something that happens at designer con as well. And I think the minimum is only five.
1: So oh, okay. I'm
0: like super excited about the five and I'm like, mon, like the mundane painting of all the 20, like those ones are always yeah. yeah so the yeah. five. I definitely understand the small ones.
1: Four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely love uh, small runs much more. Like, I, it gets, it gets, it gets, uh, yeah, it, it turns into, it turns into work. Yeah. And, and it, uh, yeah, it's hard to get your head around when it's work all of a sudden. You're just like, ah. Yeah, and you start and you start to you start to hate the toy that you so much that you, that you loved you know, yeah. <laughs> months months earlier. And now you fucking hate it. Yeah, like, I hate you and I hate how much paint you want. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you, I saw the Faker uh, show uh, Wolverine. Incredible work. Thank you. Knocked Thank it you. out of the park. Um, and then I've seen like we haven't talked about your sculpting much, but you do mm. sculpt. I and do, yeah, yeah. I do sculpt, yeah. Because I saw, if I remember correctly, the Daft Punk figures you made for Behind the Bootleg. Mm-hmm, yeah. And those helmets are sculpted, are they not?
1: They are, yeah. So, so like your incredible. your episode. Thank you, thank you. Your your episode on Scott Hensy. Yeah. Like, fucking change it. It just gave me like a fucking kick to the ass because it's like he's a cool. Because I've always. Oh, yeah, he's amazing, mm-hmm. and and the whole. Yeah. yeah. I, I struggle. I struggle with, I mean, I, I think 3d printing and 3d sculpting is, is incredible. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, there's so many advantages to it, but, um, but I'm just, I'm just not into it. I'm not into computers. Yeah. I'm not, Um, it's just not my thing, but I know that it's this incredible world of, of things that could happen if I, if I jumped into it, but I'm, 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 I'm right in there with Scott Hensey. I'm in, yeah. the, I'm in the old, Old, old sort of school of Scott Hensy. So I, I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta sculpt more. I gotta post more than I'm sculpting. I gotta, um, because I, 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 um, I help a lot of people, uh, through through DMs, mostly mold making. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do a lot of mold making help. Um, and then I was like, ah, I wanna, I if 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 traditional sculpting is gonna die, I wanna, I wanna go down kicking. So like, I wanna like show that I'm make people realize that i am a sculptor because I, I i kind of i kind of forget that because i i there's two different kinds of sculpting the, the yeah. two most obvious ones are the collage sculpting and traditional sculpting well, i guess three and and digital sculpting um and i make i jump back and forth between collage sculpting and traditional sculpting so much that that i forget that i'm not 100 percent sculpting something like at the end mm. of it i have that satisfaction like i sculpted the whole thing but I didn't, I didn't, yeah. like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. get, I, I still get that high of like, yeah, I made this thing. Um, but there's parts of it that I didn't, I didn't actually make. I I, I took it, I, I borrowed it. But like when you're collage sculpting and you take like 10 toy parts and you make them all into one toy, there's a satisfaction of picking the parts and the choosing and the placing and modifying them and making them fit together and making right. the whole thing work There's all these things that are just not talked about in collage sculpting because, um, someone who's a head swapper, they're officially a collage sculptor, Mm -hmm. but they're just swapping heads. Whereas I'm, which is a complete legit form of, of, of making a toy as well. Um, but like it's in the same category as collage sculpting. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, and and a lot of times people uh, will ask me like, well, so so what did you make on this? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, what did I make? And then I have to go through. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I had a a friend ask me about the Wolverine, like, what did I, what did I do? Like, which part did I make? Um, And yeah, I had to break it all down and and explain it all. And it was a really long text (laughs) to try and explain it all. But the the, the cool, the the fun thing about Wolverine, which I, which I, which I uh, learned, um, well, I don't know I don't know not so much learned, but it was like it was uh, something new that I was trying was that I I love the I love the five point five world. I love I love He-Man and and what and, and all the bootlegs that come along with He-Man. And that is definitely my go-to size that I mm. like for figures. I'm not it's not so much into the three and three quarter. And so I I took a um I took He-Man's lab uh, like from the torso down to his legs and made that a solid cast. Mm. And then um so now what I'm going to do, like, so then I, um, I dremeled off all the He-Man parts um, that were in the way, uh, like all, you know, like his, his, his like little sandily bits and like his furry, furry stuff and his belt and everything. And then use that. And I think all, all really that's, that's remaining is like his leg muscles. Mm. Um, and then, um, and then sculpted all my Wolverine parts on top of that with um, epoxy sculpt. So. So it, is that, a, is the whole, is the entire leg waist down? Is that, is that entirely mine? I don't know. You know, it's, 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 very murky, right? Because like, yeah, I'm, mod, I'm modifying it so fucking heavily that. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's mine, but there are, but I am doing it on top of, I am doing it on top of the He-Man leg. So there is still some he manness And the cool thing is that you still have, you still have that He-Man kind of like, like that stance that he's got, like, yeah. you know? Um. So I like that, that you can kind of there's like a ghost of the armature Mm. of the, of the positioning of the stance that's in there. Yeah. Because I'm, cause I'm sculpting on top of it. So that's kind of, that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. And and I, I think, I think also the, I started sculpting, uh, sculpting and posting heads more, um, just because the head is so important to a toy Mm. and, um, and I call it like being, um, like bootleg safe. So if you sculpt your head, it doesn't matter who who comes along and decides i'm gonna i'm gonna make that character or i'm gonna yeah. I'm, it doesn't matter cuz like you you you're not using some toy head that's off the shelf right that someone can just like you know oh, i'm just gonna mold that head i'm just gonna mold that body boobadoo i'm i'm made the exact same toy that uh, yeah. this guy's made and and then you get into fights and it it doesn't it doesn't it, it makes us uh, i like the idea that that i that if i make my own head that I'm that I'm good. Like no one can no one can fuck with me. Like I'm just this is my toy, and I don't yeah. give a fuck about the body. it Doesn't matter. The head is where all the character is, right? So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, which is crazy that like,
0: I I think you you ask a a real question. How much is enough to change it to where it's just your toy, mm-hmm. right? Like that's I uh, I don't know. I I've heard stories. I think when I talked to Killer, I heard stories of him. Um using like this part of an arm for his Phantom star killer and this and now mm. it's all original, right it got to that point but I think yeah, yeah out with certain characters it's we're using the bases of the bottom
1: like yeah what we he have. He's, hes he's a really good example because like it was uh Phantom star killer is uh, like the original ones were I would call them collage collage sculpt yeah I call calls collage sculptures as as the method and but it's 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 its own thing like it's you yeah. No one no one is gonna no one's gonna fight him on like that's his fucking character and it's original right even though right. it's been made out of so many parts i think i think what changes i think the difference between a head swap and like something like phantom star killer is the fact that so many pieces are in that collage that it yeah, is beca- real creative and, and, and so many choices have been made to pick those parts like that's yeah, like that's part of that's part of it is is the choosing and the placing yeah. and the pulling it all together and having a vision like the the vision of of it all you know his third eye vision of Phantom Starkiller all kind of comes together and it makes it it makes it your own you know yeah I think what was yeah. um,
0: I had that in mind when I was trying to make my own uh, character and then working with a three D sculptor and having things like wiped out that's i think that's the cool thing about 3d sculpting right if they take the character that i have missed like put together and have tried to like i don't know collage it and kit bash it and do all the things that i needed to Mm -hmm. do um they can erase then parts that don't need to be there on 3d sculpting which is so they're Mm -hmm. like now my character has been printed and you couldn't tell that some of the parts came from things
1: because they yeah. no longer look like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that, that's what the one, one of the wonderful things about 3d printing is that so many people are, are back to making original, like it's, it's kind of like given a new breath to, to sculpting, like, yeah, because sculpting, I guess, like, I don't really understand it, but I think a lot of people are, are intimidated or find it hard or like it's always just been very natural for me. So, but I think, I think using toy parts is faster. Um, and then I guess plaster scene, plaster scene can be weird and frustrating. So maybe that, but I think a lot of people have gravitated to, to 3D sculpting just cause it's, I think I, I, I hear it's easier to sculpt that way than mm-hmm. to try and figure out plaster scene. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that you have to figure out with plaster scene. Um, and there's so many different kinds of plaster scene. Whereas like three three D sculpting, there's only so many programs and they all they all work, yeah, to a certain degree, right? So you're all going to get you're going to get something, yeah. and then uh, with resin printing, like oh fuck, I everything everything looks looks great, like yeah, just hackable, yeah, yeah, just so so good. Like before resin printing, I was like, eh, I don't know, yeah. but resin printing, wow, well, yeah, it just that's a game changer. Uh, yeah, I, you know I with three D printing and stuff, I've never.
0: When you look at a 3D print from filament and stuff, you see like all those lines in it because mm, it's yeah. it's just doing what it does. Yeah. Um. But I, and so I never really loved it. And then I me saw- too. Me too,
1: me too, yeah. Because
0: that it's a weird look, right? Like yeah, yeah, it just looks very rigid. But then I have seen people like Dimension X Toys, who is- Yeah, right. like, I love him.
1: He's amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah, like he'll print it and then sand it and like put stuff on and then paint it that's the stuff that i love because you can't tell that it's 3d printed mm-hmm. it doesn't you can't yeah yeah and so i think like i don't know reasonably if you can make it look great i'm into it yeah and so yeah. now i'm I'm stoked to see that these artists are doing that now
1: mm-hmm. and i th- and i think it's definitely definitely brought um originality back into the toy scene yeah. Um, at first I was like, ah, there's all these 3d printers. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I've, I've learned to, I've learned to, you know, and, uh, to like it and, and to embrace it. And they're, they're a huge part of the community now. And yeah. it's uh and it's a very legit, legit way of of making things. And you can start from scratch. Like it's, it's very, it's like, you don't see, I mean, there, there are still toy makers that do a hundred percent sculpts like, mm-hmm. um, like slime, slime city, slime city yep. toys now uh, my friend Naomi um Naomi Neff she makes she makes a 100% sculpts there's there's lots of people that are still doing 100% plasticine sculpts and and turning them into toys but but they're there's not many um yeah they're, they're they're there's there's less and less um but uh yeah 3d printing 3D people like they're just like they're everywhere it's amazing
0: yeah so, yeah. what is next, or what's coming up next for Lab Monkey Number Nine? What do you got cooking? What's coming up? What are you getting ready for? Um,
1: I have, I have a few co- uh, collabs going on. Um, underworld, um, uh, Underworld Customs. We've mm-hmm. been, we've been, we've been trying to do a collab forever. So we we, we started one. It was like the um, Thundercats, but it's like Thunderbats. So we hey. did, we, we did that one uh we've got a we had we got some hiccups on that one we got to figure out some things and then we've got another one coming out um that we're working on i think that one's going to come out before the thunderbats mm. uh so we got that um i've got a, a friend uh erin fist um she's sculpting up some heads and i'm gonna make i'm gonna make my first two-headed figure uh, so she's making up two heads and um and then i'm going to make this sort of like body that's going kind to of match up mm. when the heads are, heads arrive um oh i did a fun thing with uh uh neil neil ewing that oh was, that was, i that
0: was, love uh, neil
1: he's that was such a wonderful what's such a wonderful uh interview you did with him that was yeah. such, he's such a sweetheart so he um i did a i did a sculpt and then he uh, he put in the comments he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna make a head sculpt for you i'm like and send it to you i'm like huh what okay and i'm like well i'll make you one too so we did like this we did this uh we did a sculpt for each other and then sent in the mail and i've never i've never done that before and and the idea is like um he runs with my head and does whatever whatever he wants and i run with his head and do whatever i want and we just you know we 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 tag each other and and it's a it's kind of like a free open collab i've never yeah what a wonderful thing like i mean you need to do that with someone that, obviously that is a friend and someone you trust and um and which neil totally is uh so yeah so i, I made like this weird little swamp swamp sort of creature mm-hmm. head for him um and he made me this like three, three-eyed dinosaur so um so it's yeah, it's really it's really cool and then seeing how each other sculpt and what materials we use it was all it was all just so wonderful so i'm gonna do something with his with his dino head i gotta build him build them some kind of robot and body or something. (laughs) Uh, what else do I have? Um, Oh, there's, um, next art show is, um, it's for, um, to raise money for the, for the Ukraine. Um, yeah, everyone gets, um, a 13 inch vintage Darth Vader. Oh, and, and, uh, we all customize it into whatever we want. Awesome. Um yeah, and uh, so so it's like 30 percent goes to the artist and 70 percent goes to um to a fund to to give to the Ukraine. So yeah. So um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And it's nice to it's nice to do something where you're you're given to a country that's just fucked, right? Like you're yeah. just fucking doomed over there. So yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice, that's a nice idea. It's a local um toy store that's in Toronto. I think it's like the only we've had it, we've had toy stores come and go, and it's the only toy store that's still existing <laughs> yeah the rent is rent is ridiculous in toronto so like um, i'm i'm so happy that they're uh, that they're still going a yeah. great great little store there it's like a it looks like a variety store that's been turned into like a toy store so it's a tiny little thing mm-hmm. um tree tree house uh tree house collectibles okay they're super super sweet yeah are they on instagram
0: they are yeah can you send me uh like their instagram once you're done once we're done i will i great. will for sure yeah Um, Well, I'm glad that like you got so much going on. We love seeing your work and this is just, it's great. Um, As we like have come to like the end of this, my favorite part of every episode I talk about, it. I love it. Plug everything that you have. If you have drops, if you have anything, um, other interviews that you're in where we can find more about you, anything that you got going on, please plug all of
1: that. Uh, yeah, sure. um yeah, I, Instagram is like pretty much that's pretty much the place to go to see anything I'm doing. I'm not really on anything else. instagram is is my is my main thing. Um, did a fun did a fun interview with uh, behind the bootlegs that's up on their on their youtube on their YouTube links. That was pretty fun. I did one with um I don't know where it is though. I did one with uh, uh, you know uh, Matt castle from um assembly required yeah that, yeah that, yeah that show i did an interview with him no idea where that one is <laughs> that was a fun one he's a really fun guy he's, he's super great um uh and uh, oh and i uh i i i should plug my um i did uh, uh, apocalyptico yeah uh, this year in february uh and that was that was really really fun um and that was that was based off of um uh Ang- the anger beast uh one of my good friends he does this thing called scraps mm-hmm. uh, where everyone just um everyone who's in it basically just pulls all their bits and pieces that they have and, and makes a toy yeah. so i based uh, apocalyptico um roughly on his sort of format of like everyone posts at the same time same day and then we just kind of like take over instagram for like yeah. a minute <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah and uh so so yeah so there, there'll be scrap four I think he's doing scrap four that's coming up uh, apocalyptico I'm going to do it again that'll be I'm going to do it every February um, uh, Matt Matt Castle is thinking about he uh, he has a he has a proposition for me uh, because um, assembly required happens right around the same time as apocalyptico mm-hmm. so so yeah we're going to talk about I don't know if there's some some sort of crossover or opportunities there or something. I don't know we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see what what that brings but definitely gonna do apocalyptico 2 um yeah I, and all apocalyptico also has its own page because i did an archive page yeah um paul paul rentler was like was asking for that and i was like sure i can i can do that because it was just going to be like a thing that existed through hashtags mm-hmm. um through the apocalyptico hashtag but like following something through a hashtag is really tricky and, and awkward. So having the page kind of kind of helps with a bit an archive page. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's um, also the Toronto page. Um, that's the uh, the group group. It's a small group of us that um, we were loosely, very very started off loosely based in Toronto, but a lot of people moved and and. Um, and so we're not really in Toronto anymore, but it's it's, it's yeah. basically just a group, uh, just a group of friends that we make we make art together. We've had a had a bunch of shows together. Um, hopefully, we'll have a show after after all this pandemic stuff. Hopefully, we'll have a show up. In the, so the so if you go into Toronto, that's like uh, all of us. I, I repost all of our all of our artwork, like whatever whatever any one of us is doing. I'll I'll throw it up there so everyone gets sort of like a um, at least a second look of something that they're that they're working on. Um, what else do i have that's but I, I also run um uh, do you know uh Baltard, the character he's i, uh, I don't think so. he's 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 a knockoff uh he's a, like a he-man sort of like knockoff guy he's usually purple and he looks really grumpy and he's oh got a yeah top, he's got a top knot on, on his head yeah right? um so he um he he was he was like a, a knockoff character who would always be made fun of and people would always like laugh at him and make fun of him and he mm. was like worth like two or three dollars and a friend of mine uh and i we um we decided to make a page um and to try and like make bolt cool again yeah so 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 we just post the shit out of uh, bolt and and everyone uh everyone got into it and everyone posts pictures of their bolt uh, bolt so now it's like a repost uh page so i'm just reposting everyone's um love awesome. for bolt and it's uh, it's incredible so totally <laughs> bolt is like just a ridiculous fun fun thing that I do on the side as well.